who doesn't want to be a good communicator but good communication also means concise communicator i've seen people who are very good communicators but their communication is lost lost because they are not effective and they are not effective because they are not concise as a matter of fact there are three reasons that you may be an excellent communicator but you may not be concise communicator and therefore you are not an effective communicator the reasons are that normally people forget that an average human being has just 8 seconds attention span and in these 8 seconds you can either capture people's attention while communicating or just lose them if you are over explaining concepts presenting too much at one time giving too much of information or trying on someone you are not you are not authentic you lose communication and attention concise communication requires preparation and you have got to nail down one takeaway you want to convey eliminate all fluff including presentations emails and conversations these are all parts of communication your email your conversation your telephonic call most important is people don't use proper methodology to concisely communicate and thus are not effective communication as a matter of fact when people ask me how do i become a good concise communicator i only can understand that they are so confused they have a lot of knowledge and they want to convey their all that knowledge in one go which is not possible just consider these facts which are ignored the human attention span used to be 12 seconds till the year 2000 that is what the psychologists say and now the human span is just 8 seconds you can either communicate in those 8 seconds or lose secondly there is plethora of communication and the average office worker receives 120 emails every day and distractions are too many each time a person is distracted it takes 23 minutes to regain focus so the shortage of span the plethora of the communications being received and the time to refocus after being distracted make it imperative that to be effective you have to be a concise communicator today communication skills are twice as effective 
as my good managerial skills. As a matter of fact, I would call the most important managerial skill is to be a communicator who can retain focus of the people. You know, there is too much of oversaturation these days, oversaturation of knowledge, oversaturation of information, oversaturation of thoughts, and there's little margin of error. As a matter of fact, in the last discussions that we had, we found that lack of communication is a major cause of workplace failures. 86% of the employees fail because of that. People become impatient when they do work mental overtime to grasp what you are saying. Long winded can be perceived as indecisiveness. If you are decisive, you are clear, concise, precise. And that can lose your respect as a human being, as a communicator. So if you want to have executive presence, protecting confidence, and a sensitive person, then you have got to be concise. So what is the major drawback in being a good communicator that you've got to know? First is you over-explain. You think you are being thorough. You think you are being clear. But no, what you are doing is losing the other person's attention. Instead of making your point clear, you are you end up clouding it, making it more hazy, more obtuse. Many people inadvertently overcompensate for their insecurities by saying more. Especially, you know, in the cases of interviews, since you are afraid, since you are not sure, you try to talk more and more and explain more and more, and there is what you fail. The second reason of not being a good communicator is that you think everybody is like you. You may like to process information deeply. As a matter of fact, only 15 to 20 percent of the population is fully sensitive to the fine tuning of your language. You may be a high input person. I personally am. That means I take in all the data and process it with lightning speed. But many people don't operate that way. And when I'm communicating, I have to be on their wavelength. So don't try to overwhelm people with too much information. They would like you to be direct and to the point. And if you're not direct and to the point, then you're not a good communicator. Third is, you are trying to be something or somebody what you are not. People think that they need a bigger personality. No, you need to be yourself. You don't need to pose. 
you will come out as inauthentic, not unauthentic, but inauthentic, as a fake, as a person full of shame. And you will exhaust yourself in the process. Better find a way to communicate concisely in a manner that fits your personality, style. Now, how to do that? I can give you nine pieces of advice. These nine ways will enable you to communicate clearly, concisely and effectively. First is prepare in advance. Most, some people don't. I don't prepare in advance. But most people need to prepare in advance to present their thoughts and ideas in a concise manner. Because if you are not prepared normally, and if you are not a highly sensitive person who can process thoughts easily, eliminate all flaw, then you can't be brief. And especially before any meeting, just take five minutes. It doesn't take a long time. Review the agenda and other provided material. Jot down some points if you can't remember them. Organize your thoughts and earmark what you want to say. If you are speaking, go extra step of creating talking points and anticipating objections and questions. In your presentation, if you answer the questions, you will be deemed to be a good communicator because you have the foresight. I personally sometimes mentally prepare for a frequently asked questions. I know what sort of questions are being asked. So I try to respond to them when I am speaking. They are in my back pocket. I don't have to talk about them. But my presentation is a clear evidence of that. Second is provide a pre-read. If you have a lot of information, Consider preparing a pre-read. There is no harm in that. It's a document which will provide background information on the topic. It means that you give your audience advanced context. And when they have an advanced context, you need not be verbose. You need not talk in entities. And a pre-read can be a report, it can be a slide, it can be detailed analysis. That's up to you and your audience. Thirdly, when you're communicating, think between yourself. If I walk away from this conversation with one thing, one impression left behind, what it shall be. Basically, you're boiling down your main ideas in one sentence, what should it be? That's the most important thing. Now, if I were you, I would use that one sentence as a subject line of my email. I repeat the phrase verbatim when I speak. And that's what you've got to do. What it will do is it will ensure you're drawing your audience attention to the biggest takeaway you want them to remember. I know a major thing. I have what I call an anagram which I use. 
I call it prep framework. Whenever you are speaking, when you are presenting, whenever you are conversing, have a prep framework. I'm an extempo speaker and I speak strongly and coherently, but in my mind I have a prep framework. Then this is how it works. First is make a point clearly. Second is R, reason. So first make a point, then reason. Provide evidence to what you are saying. And then ending, prepare, repeating your point. Make a point, provide reason, and end it making a, repeating that point. Prep framework would enable you to be a very concise communicator. Then people often don't use flagging statements. Use bridging statements. Use flagging statements. Now you would be thinking what those are. These are two public relation exercises. People who are in advertising business, who are in public relation business, they use these two tactics. We call them flagging and bridging. Flagging is like sticking a flag on the ground or waving it in the air, meaning pay attention. This is important. You know, when you have a placard, people will be attracted towards that. And bridging means to transition from one point to another. And bridging is extremely important when you want to change the subject. Or turn the direction of the conversation in a different manner. For example, you know, flagging is, in your speech you are saying, it boils down to dot dot dot. Or the heart of the matter is, so people want to attention. Or you can say, I can't underscore enough, blah, blah, blah. So these are the flagging statements. And bridging statements are, I cannot speak to dot, 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 but what I can say is, and here is the bridge, shifting from speak, can't speak to bring this. Or, while such and such thing is important, it is also important to remember that, go to the other point. Or if you are ending, before we leave this subject, I would like to add, and then that, another bridge. So this will be important. And then, you should know your audience, what sort of audience it is. Consider what concerns and objections on top of your mind you are communicating with. Try to anticipate that. What do they care about? What are the problems they are trying to solve? Most importantly, what is in them for them to listen to you? How will you share your thoughts with them to be on the same platform? So frame your message in terms of how it impacts your audience. And then when you are speaking or communicating or discussing, just don't keep on speaking. It should have some questions. Concise communication is about saying nothing at all. 
you need to learn first and you can listen either by asking open-ended questions what do you make of what I've shared what do you think is the best how does this look to you would you like to change something would you like to add something what's your impression of X how does this influence so there are hundreds of questions that you can ask them and these questions have to be asked very adroitly, very politically, not openly. It has to be judgmental. Now, communication, as I said earlier, can be verbal, I have been talking about verbal, but can be written. And nowadays, emails are the most important medium. So, as a rule of thumb, email should not be more than five lines. If your email is longer, condense it down, I better make a phone call. Make sure that your message can be scanned by the naked eye. Short paragraphs, short sentences. Preferably use bullet points and numbering to make the text easier to digest. And then, you know, you stop that fluffy language. Hedging statement, I just wanted to check in. Could we have some time to chat? They are meaningless, wastage of time and obscuring your message. Be clear what you want. Concise communication, what's important? Why should we have a meeting? That's important, not that do we have a fine to chat. So these are the few steps. If you adopt, you can be very effective. Communicator, because you'll be concise, you'll be pre precise, and that's what matters. That will enable you to be a better communicator and a better human being. What a better way to better thyself. Do it and you'll be happy. Thank you.